Hey, everybody. That is Gary Smith. Hello. That is Kaz Kenny. Kapow! And I am Eddie Bramble, and this is episode 48 of the Blackwater's Edge podcast. 48. <laughs> Kaz wants to start us off with this week's fishing report. Well, I guess the fishing report really is not too much to report unless you'd like floating ice on the cold, water and cold, being cold. Cold, ice. Yeah, so... Um, yep. Up, up the bay, you know, those guys put in time. They're finding some yellow perch. They're finding some uh, crappie. A few white perch in a couple places are showing up. I know a place right here that's got a lot of white perch going on. And uh, they just haven't come up in the rivers yet. So I know a place that they're holding their staging. So I know it's just a matter of water temperature now and a matter of time before they start busting up these rivers. You know what I mean? What do you mean? So, um, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, it's, been, it's been a tough week. You know, everybody's out setting nets. Everybody's getting ready for things to start happening. So, you know, everybody's getting in place. So, we're doing the same thing. We're getting ourselves in place, getting ready for things that are getting ready to happen here within the next month. We don't want to be caught with our pants down around our ankles, running through sloppy mud, smelling like marsh gas. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so that's kind of what, what's going on. The fishing report, though, really, honestly, it's not much. I mean, it's... Blue catfish, you know, cornflowers over catching blue cats. Um, we know some guys uh, that are catching some yellow perch up in the Chester, and I know some guys that are catching some yellow perch up in the bush, you know, out in the Bush River, you know, out past the train tracks. They're seeing a few. Uh, they're seeing a few around them bridge pounds out there. Um, this is all before it got real cold. You know, I haven't talked to many people today. I know Danny Rodriguez, you know, he's a diehard guy. I know he's finding some yellow perch up there, and I saw some good quality fish that he was finding. So, um, you know, the pickerel, yeah, man. I mean, pickerel biting up up in the Severn, you know, we got that. We got pickerel down in uh, Barron Creek, you know. Uh, good good point, Grant Elliott. We got a lot of stuff going on out there pickerel-wise. This is the time of year for that, you know. If, uh, you know, this is the time they're spawning, you know, when when the record was broken, this is about the time that that record was broken. And I happen to know the guy, Mr. Lee Hale, who broke that record. And, uh, you know, they're cold-water fish, you know. If you're going to catch them and you want to get them big girls, you know, that's the time you're going to get them. Just keep in mind, you know, uh, I mean, pickerel, they, they're good to eat if you steak them and you know how to cook them, you know. A lot of people don't know this, but when you go up north, you know, like we have pit beef stands here, you know, when you go up north in the can and things like that, the big thing up there is pike stands and walleye stands and getting a walleye sandwich and a pike sandwich, you know, and things like that. So I think a big misconception a lot of folks, you know, think is that, you know, that, that they are bony fish. That's not a misconception, but the misconception is that they don't taste good. But keep in mind that, you know, with everything that's going on around here and how, how impressionable pickerel were here with things that unfold, you know, just try to pay attention to that. If you see females and you don't, you know, you got you got a couple males to eat and they're of good size and it's what you want, man, put the rest back, you know. You don't need one or two to eat. You don't need them females loaded down with eggs like that to eat. That's all. I like them. I'll eat them. Oh, I love Several them. Times. I mean, I, I'll stake them out, you know what I mean? And if you lay them flat, you know, stake like that, then what you can do when you cook them is you can take a fork and you can get around that Y-bone real easy without having, to do, without having to do so much work in prep work as far as filet. I like the easy way out of any kind of fish. Boom. Chain it, I chop that thing in half, throw that thing on a, on a platform. <laughs> I, was about, I was just about to ask you, what's the easy way for a snakehead? <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah, I mean, pickerel have value in the food system, and they're good to eat, too. Um, yeah, I like pickerel. I mean, I've talked to some guys that were chasing some pike and some muskie. I do have a friend. I'm not going to put him on blast, but this guy's literally smoking muskies up in the Susquehanna River. I can tell you that. You know, He's smoking some giant walleyes up there, and... I'm going to be bringing him down here in a couple of weeks to talk about all his adventures this winter that he was kind of just keeping under the belt and what he was doing up there. I mean, some of these muskies that he's catching up there are just giants. I mean, and it's not the same fish, which that was one of the first things I asked him. I was like, because I know that the muskies are very territorial and they want to hang in an area. They want that to be their, their area. And he said out of all these muskies that he's taught, two have been hooked twice. So, uh, and he did say the other day that he was pretty sure that the other one that he hooked 
was one he'd already hooked because it had a certain marking on its side of its face that he recognized before. And his daughter said as he was lifting it out of the water, that's the one from the other day. So, you know, so to say that a fish will not bite every so often or whatever is not going to hit the same lures or stuff like that. It's not true because he's been using the same lure might be true all winter. For, it might be true for pickerel, but snakeheads, we know they aren't going to hit the same lure again. <laughs> right, right, No, they're not going to hit the same lure, but they uh, bite again. Yeah, but, yeah right. but I mean, you know, I've talked to some guys, you know, just before this cold snap, man, perch were busting loose everywhere. You know, a lot of these netters and guys like that on the chest are some guys are finding some real quality fish, even here locally, you know, out in the bay, you know, they're finding some good, some good fish, you know, um, Keep in mind that Honga River, you know, I mean, that's a good place, you know, out there in the mouth past the straits to look for these big perch. You know, if you want to go out and you want to jig the bottom or something like that, something to do on a, on a warm afternoon, you're, you'd have a pretty good shot of catching at least a couple dozen to put in your, your bucket to take home with you anyway. You know, it's just a simple, it's just a simple bell sinker on the bottom, a jig and a jig and you just drop to the bottom, lift, 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 and you'll feel them just like we did up the river, you know, growing up up there in Susquehanna. So, um... Cold water fish, it's that time of the year, you know, so I'm looking for crappy. I'm looking for yellow perch. I'm looking for blue. I'm looking for a lot of pan fish to play with. That's what I'm looking for. You know, I'm looking for chain pickerel. Yes, I'm looking for walleye if I'm up north. I'm looking for muskies and northerns if I'm in the reservoirs, you know, some of those places. I'm looking for giant rockfish in some of those places. There's lots of opportunities out there, and a lot of these bridges and these reservoirs got deep water around them that you can fish that hold fish all year. Uh, so, you know, some of those places up there in Harford, Baltimore, Carroll County, those big reservoirs up there, you might want to look around. That's something I did as a kid growing up. I spent many, many weekends freezing my ass off, you know, dropping shiners down along bridge pylons just off of a bank trying for something to do under a bridge out of the snow. You know what I mean? I thought you spent all your weekends skateboarding. <laughs> well, I did that too. Well, that <laughs> honestly, you know, I mean, like the whole skateboard thing, that was like teenage stuff, but like... Even even Roy Boyd would tell you, I mean, even when we were 16, 7, well, I was 16, he was two years older than I was because he was out of school and I was hooking school riding with him during the day. Uh, but, I mean, our thing was, you know, we rode our skateboards and, and we fished. I mean, we'd ride our skateboards on the road where we just came back from fishing and just to push back and forth, do a trick. You, ever, tro- you ever troll from a skateboard? That's you know, what I was just about to ask him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Roy, let's do it, dude. You got a bridge we could do this thing on? Kick, kick oh, our skateboard man. down the side and just hang a rod down and go. Let's try it, man. I'm there. We got these battery operated ones now. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Right. Hey, hey, I'll tell you what. Any, and, and just to help him out a little bit, I know he's got a real nice kayak, man. I've been eyeballing it myself, man. For He's, he's been ready. trying to sell it. Yeah. Well, he dropped it to $1,000 today, mm-hmm. so. So, any knuckleheads out there that are looking for a really, really good deal, I can tell you right now. That's a nice kayak. Yeah, I mean, it's, it is it is a very nice kayak. So, check out Roy and check that out. But, I mean, that's really where I'm on the fishing front. There's something everywhere. If you look around, is it spectacular fishing right now? No, nah, not really. Some people get on a biomass and they knock it out of the ballpark. But, it's just like anything else. It's fishing, man. That's how you know it's only February. Because we're only seven minutes into this show and you already done the fishing report. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, the good news is, you know, I'm looking at the forecast. Yeah, we got some cold nights. But, yeah. You know, you got to understand, you've heard me say this a million times, I'm watching today as the tide's coming in and going out, I'm watching some of the ice leaving, you know, the sun's back out, shining a little bit, you know, so we know what happens with that dirty water, and then this weekend, I'm seeing 45, 50 degrees on Saturday as a high, it's what I last saw anyway, so I mean, is the refraction and is the amount of sunlight that soaks in the afternoon going to be a time to do something? People don't understand that you only need... Maybe five. Here's what you need is a low tide with the mud out of the water at 45 degrees, 50 degrees, and that water just simply come back up in there, and you watch it just bang, fire off. I'll give you an example. I was at a funeral this afternoon, and it was at the the graveyard, and I'm standing there. You can space yourself out. So there's a gravestone there, a big old granite gravestone. It's gray. It's not not even dark. And uh, I put my hand on top of it, 
That sucker was tasty warm. Yep. Because yeah, it was cold. The wind was blowing probably 12, 15 mile an hour, and it was in the, I think, 42 or something like that. So, but that stone was probably 65, 70 degrees. I mean, it was noticeably warm. Well, you got to think of it top. just like when you're sitting in a truck in the wintertime. If you're sitting in a truck and, and, and the sun's up, it's it's around noon, and that it's beating through your window, you know how hot it's going to get sitting in that truck. It's, your I mean, Snickers bar will melt on the deck. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but, but I mean, it's it's still 30, 40, 30 or 40 degrees outside, yeah. but but when, when you're close to it, it works the same way on those mudflats. It just absorbs and, and, that heat. Yeah, I mean, and, and like like I was the other day, like I walked out, it was like, I don't know what it was, 30 degrees, and like literally when I put my hand on my black door handle to open it up, I was yeah. like, man, that's like night and day out here. Yep. You know what I mean? And that's one of the cool things that's always been awesome about Blackwater is that we've had a year-round fishery here no matter what, you know. I mean, simply just, you know, we need a couple warm days in the middle of a February or January. I think the biggest thing that, that, that I ever learned from my cousin Richard Seagard, <laughs> not all fishermen are liars, but a lot of liars like to fish. And there's a moral to this story because I think I was like, 18 or 19 years old and i was just getting into bass fishing and just getting that going and just getting fired up man and i loved buzz baits man like i was a buzz bait freak man like there was more buzz bait boxes than anything like that's all i wanted to do was use buzz baits so he called me and he says hey we're going down to go catch them perch you know if you want to go do the night trip with us and then if you want to i'll take you over blackwater and i'll show you a a a, a, a largemouth bass in january on top water and i'm just like does he know he's talking to? Does he know I'm talking? He's talking to the bass pro here, bro. That's really what I thought it was back in the days. I said, "It's not possible, dude. It's just not possible." Because he said, "Man, I got twenty years on you, boy." He said, "You come down, we're going to get perch fish, and I'll take catch one on your butt on a buzz bait in January." And you know what? We caught not one. We caught like I forget how many we caught that day on a buzz bait, and that was the scenario. We had had a really, really hard cold snap before. This little itty-bitty warm-up. Three-day warm period. And literally, we had the, the winds out of the north. I mean, the, there was no water anywhere. Everything was out of the water and was covered in ice and snow four days before we did the snow lie. And Richard Seaguard, I know you're out there, and you can back that story up. So tell them people. I mean, we sat there literally and just busted the hell out of them. I couldn't believe it, man. In a Jan- January 20-something is what it was, and I was just blown away. And that was when the beginning really started for me coming here. Honestly, as that kid, you know what I mean? I could not believe that you could do that. That was like something off the hook, never heard of where I was from, you know what I mean? And as he showed me things over the years, little pieces at a time, the perch, this, that, different spots, you know, I mean, it's just the, the fishery here is just amazing. That's why we like it. That's why I like this. It would attract me so much. I didn't have to go to Deep Creek. I didn't have to go here. I could literally fish here all year no matter what I wanted to catch. I could go down to Salisbury. I could run over to uh a pond i could go to idlewild i could go wherever i wanted to go you know i mean i could always find a place to fish here and i could always find fish no matter what it was it might take a day or two but once i found them i was on them you know what i mean homework you don't know if you don't go so that's just the bottom line with fishing period and especially this time of the year if you don't know you don't know if you don't go you know what i'm saying so that's about what i got on the fishing report but i know you know this this we've been talking about some things you know we've playing this COVID thing, trying to watch what's going on with that. Man, this was just horrible last year, what we yeah. had to go through. And everybody, not just us, everybody as a whole has had to go through a lot of this. And, you know, I think the fishing community as a whole, it's it, the good thing about being in a community like this is is that a lot of people don't have the opportunity that we have where we can pick up a phone and say, hey, man, I'm just calling to see what you've been doing, what's the fishing like, you know. A lot of people don't have that. What? <laughs> 
what? You don't even know what to say, do you? Here, here. I, here how about this? Here. No, yeah, hey, no, it's funny. No, I'm going to interrupt <laughs> no, the story. There, I saw a video the other day. Right? It's, it's <laughs> this kid. The mom's like, uh, hold up the phone to you. And, and the kid just picks something. He's like, it's like nobody does. They like only, only like 12, 13 year olds do this. Like everybody else goes like this, but the, the kid, kids only know smartphones. They go like this. It's just uh-huh, a funny I, thing. I, I, it's just I, a funny I, thing. I saw. I, I, I just thought of it when you did that. But no, but I mean, the cool thing for me through COVID is that I know that, you know, as a community of fishermen, we've always got something to talk about because we can always talk about fishing. And normally when we talk about fishing, we're not talking about politics. We're not talking about all the slimy, greasy shit that's going on, no matter what side of the fence you're on or what out there. You know, I'm worried more about fishing in the upcoming snakehead season and making sure that I've got some income coming from some direction of some sort so that I don't go belly up and die. But, I mean, that's the biggest thing. You know what I mean? Prepare and execute. One of the biggest things I ever heard Father Martin at Father Martin's Ashley say in Haverty Grace Merlin was this. If you want to succeed in life, you prepare and then you execute. You know what I mean? You just don't go into it. You know what I mean? So, you know, we've been doing a lot of prep, prep work, you know, here this last eight months with our downtime, you know, we've been sitting here and we've been reaching out to people and trying to build the podcast been trying to figure out how we're going to bring the tournaments back, what we're going to do with and the club, back. what we're going to do with this. And we got a lot we of good a lot stuff to, to announce do. today. So as I lead into that with that little hint, Eddie, let's start talking we're, about the tournament. We're starting with tournaments first? I guess. Okay. So back for 2021, we skipped 2020, but but we had a good 2019 with it, but, but COVID shut down 2021. And back for 2021 is the Chanadai Championship Trail. Back with four tournaments again. Dates are a little different this time. First tournament, May first. Now we're doing a little different this this year. One day tournaments only. We heard we heard everybody talking. Everybody was always tired after the two day tournament last year, yep. and, and we agree. It's a lot to do. It was a lot for everybody. It was a lot for us. A lot for the fishermen. It was just a lot to do. So this year we're going to one day tournaments. And they're all going to be on a Saturday. First one is May first. Second tournament, and that now, now we haven't came up with names for these tournaments yet because no. as we get sponsors yeah. in, we may name these according to however any right. sponsors might want to name something. Right. You know, so, so. so that that's still in the works, but we're just giving you the dates right now yeah. so you can set it on your calendar. May first, second tournament is going to be June nineteenth. June nineteenth, uh, tournament number three is going to be July thirty first, and the well, we got to call the fourth one the same. The, the fourth one's always the Blackwater Snakehead Open. Yeah, we'll do that. So, so the twenty twenty one Blackwater Snakehead Open is September eighteenth, and so that's our four tournaments. And of course, we're going to have the Angler of the Year again. We're going to have we're going to do the whole points thing again. We're going to do the whole exactly. We're going to have the belt. You're going to have to take that away from Wayne Water oh, this yeah, year you, if you want to get it. Somebody please take it. From him. I'm tired of him bragging about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know that I know that one of that our guest tonight has. Has been saying, you know, he he's vying for the belt, and I know uh, Mr. Dixon, he's vying for the belt. Oh yeah, I know about, I know at least twelve guys that are vying for the belt. So Wayne Waters, you might have a little, little bit of uh, uh, hell on your hands it, this it's year. It's going to be a competition, but I know Wayne. I mean, you got to watch not, Wayne. Yeah, Wayne's, Wayne's, Wayne's not going Wayne. anywhere. You know, Wayne's world, baby. <laughs> just kidding. It, it's but been yeah, I mean, it's been Wayne's world for two years because has. of because of COVID. So we've been it stuck has. with that. Yep. So sorry, Wayne, but we need a new champion. <laughs> <laughs> Not necessarily. He brings in some two hundred pound bags, yeah. bro. We're oh, not. that's just true. Kidding. Yeah, we still win again. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, baby. So, but yeah, we're back. We're, um, we're gonna have the Calcutta's again. The heaviest of the tournament, the longest of the tournament. 
the most caught in a day, and we're going to have a minimum again for the for the size. That way you can't just go catch a fry ball in a net and bring them in and say, I caught the most. So we're going to have a minimum. I can't remember what the exact minimum is. I think it's it was like eight, be or, eight or ten. We'll yeah, figure like that eight or 10 out. Inches. I, yeah. I, I got to go back and look at what we did last uh, in 2019. I, mean, I, I can at least get a finger stick off eight-inch fish. You know what I mean? <laughs> so um, <laughs> we're also going to go back with the heaviest of the year again. That's a separate Calcutta. Um, kids fish free, Again, kids are going to fish free in their own separate uh, part of the tournament. And then new for 2021. Wait, wait, wait. Is this going to be another free Calcutta? This is a is included in your entry fee for all uh, the tournaments. Does so, this have something to do with world record? This might have something to do with world record. It might. This, 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 is this the big thing that we were hearing about That's from right. our good friend over there, Chris Leslie at BigBassUSA.com? Right. So new to the 2021 Chenadai Championship Trail. Oh, this is Anyone who breaks the Snakehead world record will receive... A brand new pedal kayak during the tournament. Yes, right. it, it has to be caught in, in on the tournament date. Yeah. This isn't just caught sometime. Or this has to be in one of the four tournaments. You have to catch the brand new world record. You will receive a brand new pedal kayak from Big Bass USA. That that that's pr- that's pretty big from Chris. You know, I mean, you got You got to tip your hat right there. Chances you know? are good. You know, this yeah. is relatively new. Well, fit. well, I mean, and and this is just us three here talking. I mean, Eddie, we get some of our snakehead meat from one of the netters here. Yep. yep. And, um, I mean, we've had the pleasure of seeing fish bigger than the world record. I can tell you that. So, and, you know, we know they're here. They're just getting net set out now. So, Grant, I see your question. Yes, you know, yes, the weigh-ins will be back at Wilford's store. Oh, absolutely. This year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. yeah, we're going to do that. Yeah. Yep. Um, if we get too big, then, you know, we we'll, might do something else. We'll but I think, something I think we'll, But I think we'll be here for sure. So, we yeah. might have to do some social distancing. Yeah, we're, we're going to have to figure out. We're, we're, we're still working out how we're going to do the social the distancing. County, doing figure all out that, how it's going to work right. But we're going to have the, the live weigh-ins just like before. We're going to have social distancing, and we're going to have it here at the store. We're going to make it work somehow or another. So I get my nails done. <laughs> <laughs> Hand model Gary. I'm all ready. <laughs> and, and, and you have to say, what do you have to tell me? I'm telling Cass, wait, I'm not done yet. That's right. <laughs> Cass, put it Slow down, Cass. Slow, Slow down, down. Cass, I'm not done yet. <laughs> but yeah, so, so, so I mean, that, that's big right there in itself. That's big. That's and, big. And, the spo- and it'll be just like the last time. You know, yeah. the spo- we're going to We're still working on sponsors. Sponsorships. I mean, we're just getting the word out, letting you know that things are coming together. Right. We've talked to everybody. I know our good friend, Andrew Bradshaw, the new mayor mm-hmm. up at Cambridge. He's excited about everything. Everything that we got going yep. on down here, and uh, I'm going to have him coming in here on the podcast here real to soon to talk to him about, you know, what, what what role they can play to help us get some things going. Because we know as soon as we get the Maryland Snakehead Festival stuff yeah, back so up and down, that's where that, that's that was, going to be. So we need to get with that Andrew was on that, that was next on my list. We're, we we're working on the Snakehead Festival still. We haven't forgot you folks. The, I mean, we all know what COVID did to everything, but it's going to happen. We're still working out how it's going to happen, but it's going to happen. So that's still in the works, but. We don't really have any more information on that one today, but so let's talk about the money is in the tournament. Yes. entry fees. That's what winnings, I was. Just, that was my next. You know thing. what I mean? So the payout's going to be pretty much again, you know, big right. like they were before. It's not going to be a little money. We're trying to figure out the pay spread, how we're going to work with all that. But Eddie, you can go ahead and you can break down how these entry right. fees are going to go. So it's going to be sixty dollars to enter the tournament. Um, the Calcutta's will be ten dollars again. Eat each again so it'll be a hundred dollars to get into everything for the tournament um we eliminated the the bow cow cutter from last from yeah because we didn't have we didn't, we didn't have it wasn't enough entries to keep doing that one but that's okay um i mean we could bring it back if a lot of people would say yeah, hey if, if enough people request yeah. it, we can bring it back but we i'll tell have, you what 50 of you say you're going to sign up for the tournament and you want the bow cow gutter we'll, we'll bring we'll, it back we'll bring it back in there okay we'll that's bring simple. It back, so but yeah so we eliminated but a hundred dollars gets you into the, the tournament and every cow cutter so but if you don't want to get in the cow cutters it's 60 just for the tournament so that takes care of that, and like, and and 
there's no extra entry for the world record. Right. Or the, ki- or the, or the kids. Or, the, or for the kids. Kids are free, man. Kids so are look, free. If you got kids, bring division. your kids. Let them catch yep. a fish. Bring them here. Let them weigh in. Let them, get on, let them, get on, let them be on the way in. You know what I mean? That's live, right. The live feed, you know? So. Um, now, there was something we were talking about, um, trying to think about earlier with, or is that something we talk about later in the show? Well, I'll wait till later in the show to talk about gift cards. Um, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll wait. Okay, so next up, I, I, I'm sorry. But anyway, that's, that's kind of cool too, gift cards. Okay. Everybody likes gift cards. That's okay. So we'll get to that in a minute, folks. I'm sorry, I, I for the little, whatever. Um, Put the cart before the whatever, horse. Whatever, yeah. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. Let's All right, so that takes care of the tournaments. If you guys have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us. Um, we will take care of it as, as best as possible. Like I said, we're still finalizing things with sponsors and things like that, but the dates are set May 1st, June 19th, July 31st, and September 18th. And for the next big thing that we're going to talk about. I don't know how this happened. I mean, either. <laughs> so you got that black eye. <laughs> You're in my space. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Snakeheadclub.com. We've been talking about this for four years. Yes. We've had been talking about putting this together. It's and coming together. It is finally in the works. We've sat down. We've hashed out. We've talked to the sponsors. We've talked to a lot of people locally. And it is going down. And it's, it's going coming. to go down real quick. So it's going to come this year. So... The Snakehead Life Club is going to be one meeting per month, and we're going to have it set up. So we're still working on location. We've got some. We've got a couple different places lined up. Whatever works out for the best for us. But we know there's going to be COVID restrictions. So here's what we're going to do: right. we will have limited seating for the first so many club, uh, club members who uh, we'll try and figure out. Depending on like how, we may have seating yeah. at the location for right. like sixty people. Exactly. So, so and, if and we'll, sixty we'll, people are going to come that month, you know, you can you can go ahead and we'll have you we'll, booked in there to come in. Right. What we'll do what we'll do is we'll have a, a rotating chart of, of for who can attend. That way, everybody gets a chance to attend per month. If, 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 you, if it's that big, you know, right? If, just, if it comes to that, but if you can't make it, we're going to be live streaming all the club meetings. That way, if you can't make it or you've got you're, you're stuck home, you you did catch COVID yeah. and and you're quarantined for two weeks. You can still attend the meeting virtually. And not just that, but we know we're going to have friends that aren't here in New Jersey and Pennsylvania and our friends in Philly and our friends in Delaware and our friends in Virginia and our friends in Ohio and our friends in Georgia and our friends in North Carolina and Missouri and Florida Florida. and everywhere else that they're snakeheads. Which are told to. So the cool thing is, you know, even if you can't make the meeting or you're not in the rotation for that week because of the COVID restrictions or whatever it is, Right. You'll be able to, at least as attend. a club member, tune in. People that aren't members cannot tune in to watch the show. No. So when we have special guests and we have giveaways that and rod companies that are coming there to give away free demos and things like that, you know, I mean, this is for the club. So if right. you want the opportunity these kind of things, you want free lures, you want this, you know, you want you want opportunities to save discounts on things and I mean, this is this is really, really a huge thing, and we're gonna tie this snakeheadclub.com into something else. That's going to go along with that, and we'll reveal that next week. We'll talk about that's that right. other thing because I won't put the horse before the cart or the cart before the horse or the tires over the top of the cart or <laughs> the cart doing? under the horse. So, you know, so we have another big announcement coming next week, and we'll have some really, really right. – I got we got a really big person coming next week to talk about some really, really good stuff. So that will be really, really cool. So back to the club. We're going to have – like I said, we're going to have one meeting per month. Um, it's going to be $50 a year, and that gets you a, a T-shirt that includes your, uh, your member's shirt. And includes discounts off at, at different locations. Um, we, I know I'm going to give you 10% off your fish and stuff here at the store. Hands down. That, that's an easy one. Right. <laughs> so, um, and then Kaz already kind of spilled the beans about this one. But if you're a club member 
and you win a tournament, you get first place in the tournament. I'm going to throw in a little thing, something to sweeten the deal. <laughs> you get a $50 gift card here to Wolford Store for winning the tournament and being so, so a, you mean, a, a so club member. Wait, you mean you're getting paid the fish again this year, Eddie? I'm not getting paid. I'm paying. They're getting paid <laughs> the fish again, right? So, so, so if, yeah. you, if you want to get paid the fish again so, this year with us, come on down here. So, so it, yeah, basically, if you're a club member and you win the tournament, you get you get you your club just, you, you get your club entry feedback. Yeah, that, that, that's yeah, what you it might boils well down say to. That, yeah. or, or you can take your fifty dollars gift card and come in here and stock up on some snakehead right. boards for the next tournament, I mean, or get, get you a cheesesteak, or get you right. an ice cream, or get you a, a, a pack of uh, crab assholes or a can of crab assholes. Or, 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 or you can use that fifty dollars towards a new custom hey, rod that I, you I, might I, have I, in the store. Are we getting cans of snakehead assholes in here or what? I'm working on assholes and alligator assholes. I'm working on it. So, but be back to the club. We are going to have some door prizes at, at each club. Um, like I said, we're going to be live streaming all of the uh, the meetings for everybody, all the members. We're also going to have some kind of digital newsletter for you guys to keep you up to date on everything going fishing on. Fishing reports, yeah, maps, fishing reports, like the that. whole works, yep. everything. Yep. yep. So, um, let's see what else. Oh, yeah, we're going to have guest speaker at each um, at each uh, club meeting. So that way, and we're going to have some kind of a Q and A. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to figure out if we're going to be able to have the Q and A for the for the people tuning in on the live stream, or if it's just going to be in person Q and A. We're still working that out, but we're going to have something. I think we up. can do both. I think yeah. we can have questions coming from outside and inside. And like to give you an idea on some of the guests that we're going to have. I mean, you know, we're going to have some pretty really good, really really good guests coming in here to talk to us. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, you know, th- th- this is again back to the slogan: educating the public, raising awareness, That's right. building a better angle. That's all this is about. And that's not about. Whether you want to keep and kill them or nothing like that. This is snakeheadclub.com. Everybody's welcome. Angler's choice. We don't care what you do with them, you know. So, so if you want a chance to save money, you know, you want a chance to get involved with a good group of guys that, that really, really network with one another, then this is your opportunity. You know what I mean? And, and we're throwing in one more thing to sweeten the deal for you guys. If you want to join the club and pre-enter in all the tournaments, we're going to give you a nice little discount here. So the club is $50 for the year. Snakehead tournaments are $60 each. So all together there, you're talking $290. If you want to enter in all the tournaments and the Snake Club all at once, it's only $250. Kapow! <laughs> oh, about that. Holy moly. Eddie, it sounds like you're giving away the Wolford store down here on the Not Eastern quite. Shore. <laughs> yeah, that'll never happen. What did your grandpa used to say? If, you're, if people say your steak's too much, your steak ain't good enough, right? right? I got it right this That's time. Yeah, I didn't mess it up. But yeah, so basically, guys, if, if you want to get into all the tournaments and the club, it's 250 covers it all, not including Calcutta's. The 250 does not include the Calcutta's, just includes your tournament entry fee. So if that's what you want to do, we'll give you a sweet little discount on that one. And, and we got something other that we want to talk about, club members, but we can't do that until we get to our guest yes. in our show. Yeah, we got, some, that, we got some, other we got some stuff. rocking stuff to talk about. So. We, can, we can talk about that. We can talk about that real quick. You want to talk about that real quick? Yeah, we can go. Go ahead. I'll let you get going. Okay, so for those of you that don't know, you know, um, Matt Fletcher has really been. A good friend to us. We've been a good friend to him. You know, we've watched him grow. We, we, we've watched a lot of people grow. And, um, you know, we really want to give Matt some support. You know, we want to help him back. We want to help him grow and brand his brands. Brand and his brand. Brand his brand. That's right. And um, <laughs> I know that people like snakehead skin. Oh, yeah. That was so, a beautiful, beautiful thing the other day, wasn't it? Well, I mean, I, I got to be honest with you, and I think Matt knows, you know, like when I saw it going, somebody tagged me out, and um, okay. I, I loaded it right over to our page, and I immediately watched it just go, and I thought, you know, man, there's no better home for Matt than here with us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think that um, the relationship that we're going to build through this 
and brand is going to be a one-of-a-kind thing. And that's what we're looking for. We're not looking for everything. We're looking for the niches. You know what I mean? That That's what we want to do. And, that's right. and being that we've been in this game now for over 12 years, we've had we've played this learning curve now for 10 years. You know what I mean? So this isn't new to us. We know what works. We know what doesn't work. We sat out there tonight, and Matt let me sit there with one of the new builds that he's got, play with it a little bit. And I just got to be honest, the way he's got these things set up, the casting distance – I mean, what he was doing last year and what he's doing this year is like a night and day thing, okay, yep. folks? So if you got something off him last year and you thought that was good, baby, you ain't seen nothing better. yet. You, you know what I mean? You him out earlier. You My have not goodness. seen nothing yet. And yeah, we busted the one neighbor's window. And, 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 and listen, <laughs> and here's the thing. If, if you're a member of the Snakehead Club, you'll have a special opportunity to get access to this rod, as will many other people because it will only be available here That's at right. Blackwater's Edge. And And... What we're going to do with Matt is we're going to have exclusively through Blackwater's Edge and Snakehead Life, we're going to have a custom-made Snakehead Life rod here available for you, wrapped in snakeskin, just like that one. We have a whole line. A whole line. We're going to have casting rods, spinning rods, medium, medium heavy, heavy. The whole works, man. Whatever you're looking for, Snakehead Life rod wrapped in, in snakeskin. And we're going to offer another option in this rod which we haven't figured out a name, bait chuck or something like that. But we're going to step it up one more from a heavy and get into a little bit more like a musky grade kind of line, okay? And that's going to be a, a specialty that, order, yeah. right? Yeah. It's going to be a specialty product that you can order. So we're going to start playing with that, testing with that, and it's just going to be a super rod. You know what I mean? If you've got if you've got swim baits, you know, six inch from Lake, from Castiac, you know, that's right. around California. You know, these rods will be able to handle this stuff. If you've got big baits, big heavy chatter baits or big inlines, musky inlines, I mean, this this rod's going to be able to handle it. And the reason that we want to go that direction, too, is because everybody that knows me over the last five years knows that five years ago I changed my game in my spinner blade box and really started buying a lot of custom stuff out of the north. You know, and I'm talking about... Like musky gear, you've never seen, man. You know, I bought a bunch of stuff off a guy named Jesse Snyder years ago, and that kind of like was laying around. And I started using some of that, and I realized how good that stuff was working on these snakeheads and holding up. And the problem that I always had with it was I never had a rod that really was balanced out to handle that three, four ounce bait, you know? So we know these guys are really getting into these top water carved baits and things like that and they're heavy they're not light they're not a quarter ounce i mean this stuff's three four five ounces chad wells can talk a lot about that because both me and him like throwing a lot of those big swim rats or swim baits and things like that so we've already said for the last couple years what's missing in the market is that beefed up you know dragon slaying rod there it is right there there it is you see what it says on the don't you? show me what it says again gary god is that beautiful man that is pretty and, I mean, the work he's putting into it. I mean, think about that. Now, that's real snakeskin, you know? That's and we're right, going to provide that, all the snakeskin, so he ain't got to worry print, about getting it, you know what I mean? Because we know it's going to be that busy, and we're going to support him. We're going to do what that's we can right. to make sure that the snakeskin keeps going to going his way. You yep. know what I'm saying? Um, quick answer to Damien. Damien, no. This year, we've got a lot of feedback about that. The the point system is just going to be for the main tournament, not for the Calcuttas. Yep. The Calcuttas are not going to be part of the point system yep. this year. So this year, yeah, I mean, we heard everybody on yep. everything, and, and we've tried to make the necessary adjustments that you guys want. This tournament's for you. You exactly. know what I mean? This is 
I, I'm in the crab business. I got an income. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Eddie owns a store. He's got an income. Gary's a home builder. He's got an income. You know, this Gary's is retired. I mean, and, and, and Eddie can tell you right now the tournaments that we have done. We, if we what we didn't. We certainly didn't get rich. We didn't buy any Mercedes Benzes or anything like that. So it's not like we did it to, to get rich. We did it more or less. Man, what are you talking about, Mercedes? Molly would tear that Mercedes up so dude, quick. Let me tell you about dude, the next car that I get. <laughs> I'm not spending over 500 bucks. All it's got to do is start and go and stop, dude. That's all I'm worried about. You better make sure it stops the way you I'm drive. I'm telling you, man. Like, we, we were in here having meetings yesterday for all them hours. And, uh, you know, I know I can crater and stuff like that. But I just let her kind of cruise around the back of the blazer. And maybe I will have to start crating her. I don't know. I just don't want to do that to her. You know, I just, just hate Just a vehicle with no interior. <laughs> Just get, just get one. Oh, oh, dude. Eddie, he where's that Pioneer man. Sports box truck? Empty yeah. that bastard out and let's throw her in there. Tom, I could just put the door down. What can she do in there? No. Me, me is the same way. You know? <laughs> she's just high strong, you know. That's she's just stressing. She's know. like, she's I, yeah. like you. But anyway, my my, my finish to the story was we were, we were in here all twelve hours for the meetings last two days, and I said, yeah, man, she ain't be eating the seatbelt no more. And then today, the Gary, <laughs> I went to open the trunk up and said, not the trunk. All these straps fall down like. Oh my God, man! She ate all the straps and all the handles along the top of you know the hold on handles when you're going around the curve so you don't fall into your buddy when you're going too fast. Now I understand why the dogs are around; they don't know how to use them things since Molly ate them up. No, I'm just kidding. So. But yeah, I mean seriously, all bullshit aside, this is big. This is big for the snakehead industry. Yep. This is big for us. This is big for Matt. And um, it's a lot going on, uh, man. And and we're just you know support. You know we appreciate all the support that we get because this is not. Me, it's not Eddie, it's not Gary, it's, it's all not for you Matt. Guys. It's this is a we thing that's always it's, has it's this been. Whole community. Yes. So we're I really thought looking you told me there was a big future in <laughs> measuring fish. <laughs> for the hand model, right? There, well, there, there's a big future in measuring gold, is what I told Somebody's you. Somebody's gonna see those hands one of these what, days. You, you're gonna get the hand model contract one day. My hands are no, 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 not your hands. Oh, not not your hands. Did, did, look at these look, hands. Gary's these hands. hands. <laughs> Gary's hands are the hand. That, that's the hands. Hey, wasn't there a song called These Eyes? I haven't even seen These Hands. So, but yeah, so we're talking about the snakehead rod, and and just so happens we have somebody here in studio. We talk more. I think so. Right over there. I'm pretty sure. And there's someone saying, Gary's Gary, man. This guy. Right there. The hair Matt, Matt I can't yet. even tell you how he's got so much yeah. hair on his face. Now. Just kidding. <laughs> so here, here to talk about his rods today, we've got Matt Fletcher. How you guys doing? We'll pull, pull that mic up to you a little closer, buddy. How y'all doing? There you go. Won't turn. <laughs> you got closer. <laughs> All right. So how you doing, man? I'm doing good. Good. So so for those who don't know about you, the the, the three people watching who don't know, yeah. tell, tell them a little about yourself. Uh, born and raised in Rock Hall, fishing in my life. A little bit closer to that mic. Sorry. Uh, born and raised down in Rock Hall, so fishing's been in my blood since I was born. You know, my my dad worked on the water and now has his own charter boat down there, so he you know, rock fishing all the time. Um, yeah, I just love to fish. You know, anything on the water, doing it. So, so, so let me ask you this, Matt. Like, we've all got a story that started somewhere. For you, you know, we just heard you know Rock Hall's where you grew up. How, what what what? What about fishing drew you in at first? I mean, let me ask you this. Everybody's got their first fish, okay? And, I, like, for me, it was a sunfish on a bobber. I mean, that's yeah, what, that's what right. lit me. You know, how how did Matt Fletcher get to be a snakehead angler today? Where did he come from? What did you what, what did you do in Rockhole growing up? Let's talk a little about your, your childhood. Did you go fishing a lot? Did you hunt a lot? I mean, what oh, did you yeah. do? We, me and my friends, we'd walk all over 
rock hall with fishing rods in hand. We'd walk down <laughs> all the docks in the marinas and fish off their piers and get run out by the owners and go to another marina or walk down to the jetty and go catfishing or off the, off the rocks when they're running and rock fish off the rocks. And just, you never know what's going to be on the other end of that line when you hook it. That's what's, that's what's got me hooked. What, what, what was, what was your first, let's say uh, love affair? Like, what were you chasing? Like, what did you want to go after? Was it rock fish? Was it perch around the dock? Was it crappy under the dock? Was it, it just didn't matter. As long as it bit, I was happy. <laughs> that's the great answer. Yeah. You know what I mean? It doesn't matter. Yep. So, so, so we know, we know, we know you're into fishing. You like snakehead fishing. What kind of fishing, like, like, let's talk about like the phases of fishing for you. Like everybody has phases of fishing. I went through a rockfish phase and then I got into this. I got into that. Yeah. Were you a big bass angler? I mean, were you into bass fishing? I mean, how did we get, how did we get this love affair that we got right now that I want to build snakehead rods, go catch <laughs> snakeheads and use snakehead skin to wrap these son of a bitches up with? Well, I never, I never did uh, much bass fishing when I was younger, but when me and my wife moved to Florida for about three years, a uh, buddy of mine that I worked with, he was into uh, bass fishing and got into an angler or a tournament trail down there and kind of started liking it and you know, winning some tournaments and winning some money. And they were actually kind of happy when I moved back to Maryland because they had, you know, they <laughs> you were somebody else a chance to win. You were a threat, huh? Said, yeah. And uh, so when I moved back, didn't do much bass fishing around here. But then I started reading about the snakeheads. And when did you move back? Uh, I've been back for about five years or so now. So we were already having snakeheads yeah. here when you came back. But I didn't really know anything about them right. for probably three, four years ago. I started really seeing it on Facebook, YouTube, you know, and got researching it and finally came down here and caught my first one. And actually, the first time I came down here, I didn't catch anything. I was still hooked. You know, I'd, after the first one, it was over. You know, my wife... She, she knows where I'm at on the weekend. <laughs> I mean, it, that's the cool thing about here. Like, even if you don't catch fish, man, mm -hmm. just just being here is enough that's to the, hook you. You know what water. I'm saying? I mean, that's just, oh. And I'm sure you see it all, Tom. You, The cool thing about here in snakehead fishing is it's not just the snakeheads. It's that we have so many other things here that we can view while we're out there, whether it be eagles, beavers, mm -hmm. muskrats, snakes, turtles. You know what I mean? There's lots of stuff to draw you here. Tell us a little bit about your first snakehead. What was, what was your first snakehead catch? It was, let's see, it was. Where'd you catch it at? I was on Key Wallace on my, in my kayak. Caught my first one down there on a, uh, what was it? I think it was a, just a paddle tail, white paddle tail swimming. It just, just happened, you know, he hit it and we went for a ride, but it wasn't 15 or 16 inches, but it was enough to hook me. You right. Know, it was enough to, I'm coming back, I'm coming back, you know. So do you only catch one that day? I think so. I didn't catch much that day. So 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 when did when did when did, when did you catch your first big fish that really like got into your skin and you said, "Dude, this is it, man. I I'm, I found my home." Uh, and the reason I'm asking this question is because you got guys that come here that hit a home run right out, right off the bat, yeah. and then you got guys like, and I'm not. I'm going to use Mike Stewart as an example. Mike Stewart was coming down here for a couple of years before, before it 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 happened for him. And I keep yeah, yeah. and I tell people all the time, you know, I mean, you you don't know when it's going to happen. But and I, I think you're going to agree when yeah. I say this statement next. Once you do and you cross that line and you learn what to do, yeah, you've put the pattern together and you're on your way. Gotta wait for that. Bubbles. That's that's my biggest thing. I was always forgetting was bubbles. Wait for the bubbles. 
And that, and that was one of the first him. things that I said when we did the how to target yeah, video we, we with DNR one, yeah. was that, you know, before you set that bobber, and I tell people when we're out there fishing, when I my bobber goes down, I'm like, ain't a snakehead. Mm-hmm. What do you mean, man? I, it's not. And she bubbles? No, I don't know what you mean. And like the newbie, you know what I mean? Yeah. That was something that I pounded into the newbie down here because I watched it at Aries. I watched it everywhere. I watched them get like, boom, dude, don't do that. Yeah. Why? When, when people the, come in the store, that's the first thing I tell them that when they're new snakehead fishing. When when that fish hits, don't set your hook right away. You gotta wait till you see those bubbles, or Same you're way not hot gonna... water with frogs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, Same yeah. Yeah. Mary Horseman, if you're oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, if you're and, listening, she she's a testimony to that. I mean, you, you can wait a long time sometimes. Oh yep. yeah, yeah. I mean, there, there there there's times where you know the bobber go down. Somebody say it's a snakehead. I'd say no, it's not. And then you say, yeah, it is. Yeah, you know. And, yeah. and and I don't get in a hurry. Now I do a lot of bait fishing. You know, I know you guys do a lot of lure fishing. You, you love know? your bait, and we know. I do. So um, I mean. That bubble was definitely the key. Where where did you hook your first? Where did you catch your first dragon at? Uh, Area you don't have to say you know river. Just say the river or whatever. Little black water. Yeah. Okay. I came down and I was it was probably one of my second or third times and I had really hadn't been down here you know seeing on the videos all these lily pads you know I want to I want to fish in the lily pads and came down here in the morning and Damien told was out front. He gave me a little, you know, go here, you know, try this. Got down there, ended up running into uh, Matt Palm and, and uh, Wayne Waters. He gave me my first Danny the Duck. <laughs> Danny the and Duck. <laughs> ended up meeting we up, saw a lot of them. Oh, yeah, my goodness. Ended up meeting up with uh, Damian Cook down there, and uh, me and Damian have been friends ever since. You He's know, a great guy. He's just one hell of a guy, man. All the team tournaments, me and him together, and uh, I probably caught my first. 25, 26 inch fish down there, you know, and it was on, you know. That's when I knew. What did you catch it on? The, oh, the, the, the oh, Danny, 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 man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Danny. Yeah. And I, I took that thing home and I showed my brother in law. And he's like, you can't catch fish on that. <laughs> and we went to a pond up the road, bass fishing. And I snagged two of them out of the Danny. He's like, holy cow. And I got a picture of lipping this fish with a duck sticking out of his mouth. And he just couldn't believe it. Wow, I love it. That, that's first thing anybody says when they come to the store when they see those ducks, the ducks, the mice, the yeah. the spiders, and, and the uh, dragonflies. Let me tell you, fish pickerel, don't catch them. Yep. Pickerel do love a duck. <clears throat> I haven't tried the, the dragonflies yet. Well, the the I'll tell you what the dragonflies. I the old the old style lunker hunt. Yeah. Okay, so those dragonflies before you go and waste your money. And I'm not dogging lunker hunt. No, but those things will catch fish. But those lunker hunt ones, I got to tell you, man. I had a problem with the well. wings. It, yeah. Not just that, but I had a problem with the wings. You know, I only get maybe two or three fish, and the wings were all messed up. Yeah, you know? well, they're they are thin. The wings yeah. are the, and and they're very light, so they don't cast very far. But but man, they look beautiful and they catch fish. <laughs> and they catch if, fish. if you're well, right on top it, of them, you know, they it's catch. like I, t- I tell people, you know, you you got five hours, ten hours for a lure, right? Go rock fishing. That's a hundred dollars for an umbrella. Yeah, right. That's, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's right. the truth. Yeah, <laughs> and you can fishing. You get hung up or something, and that joker snaps off. That's a hundred bucks you out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, like you can do a lot of snakehead for a hundred bucks. We yeah, went exactly. out one day and lost five hundred dollars in lures and <laughs> like that rock, uh, tuna yeah. fishing. Mm-hmm. It didn't oh yeah, much. oh yeah, yeah. So, so Matt, you know the whole purpose of this is we want to talk about the brand. We want to talk about what you're doing. We want to talk about what's going to be going on here and, and what we're going to be doing to try to get these products out for you and get them, you know, where they need to be, which is all over. Um, tell us a little bit about. 
I know you were catching snakeheads. You, you wanted to get into the rod building. I remember talking to you. I yeah. remember you saying there was a need for a rod that you thought you could come up with a good design, and you thought that you found the niche, and you've been playing with this thing and playing with this thing. And I agree. I've used your stuff. And we believe Great you found stuff. it. Great yeah. stuff. And, and we know you found it now, and that's why you know we're here and we're doing what we're doing. So for the people out there that do not know you or are not familiar with MF or Outdoors and, and what you're doing building rods, um, Tell us a little bit about your rod. Tell us a little bit about your product. Tell us a little bit how you got to this point. I know, I know, I know that you wanted something different that you couldn't find, so you wanted to make it for yourself, yeah. and we've gone from there. So, um, tell us about these rods, man. What, what, what is? Why, why do I want to buy them from Matt? Why do, why do I want your rod? Tell, tell, tell. As a consumer asking Matt, what makes your rod good? Craftsmanship. I, I warranty everything on this rod, and if something breaks, you know, you're gonna break it out. You're gonna pop an eye off or whatever, give it back to me. I'll fix it. No, no, no question. You know, you snap the rod in half through a doorway or something like that, your own stupidity. I'm not going to warranty that, but the rod does have a warranty on it for a one year limited warranty. So if you set the hook and that rod snaps, I'll warranty. I'll build you a brand new rod. No charge. Um, How about if he breaks it over my head? <laughs> I, I, well, no, I, just, I really hope he doesn't break that rod because well, I, that one's uh, Justin Klein's. Yeah, no, no, so. no, no, I'm being really good. Justin's a great guy, but I just I'm trying really. I'm trying to show this tip. You know what I mean? You really can't. Nah. It's, it's not doing any justice, but I'm telling you right now, the wrap that he's got. Just a little bit further away. I think, yeah, there you go. That's focusing now. You know, okay. I mean, that that wrap that you've got going on is what we want to show you, Justin. You might not be no, getting I this rod, dude. Justin, I might be just heading out of here right yeah. about now. <laughs> I built that rod, and I had so many people ask, how much, how much, how much? And I just, to be fair, I just said, you know what, let's do an auction. You know, and, and Justin smashed it. He, he broke the, He broke it, you know. He broke the whole auction. So I, I'm, I'm looking at this particular rod here. Okay, and I see uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven guides. Yeah, helps keep it smooth. And and that's why I wanted to mention yeah. that you know as we sat out there tonight, us testing this new line and what we're doing. And no, Justin, we didn't use your rod, but I wanted to use your rod, Justin. But he yeah, wouldn't right. Let me. He wouldn't let him, but I let him use this one. I'll show this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here, take that one from me, Eddie. Don't break it. Now it's this is a uh, seven foot. Medium so, heavy so spin this, guide. This is this is a spinner here that I was looking at, and just you know, this is the butt design here. I don't know if you can see that, but you know, he's got his name here on that. But again, I mean, the, the, this tip. I really like what you got going on with this tip here. I think one of the biggest things for anglers is we break rods. <laughs> yeah, no, you know. So no, I'm looking at the space that he has in the eyes here and the tightness of it. And me and you both know the closer these eyes are, the more strength, the more truthful running of that yeah. board you're getting. Yeah. Smoother, you know, smoother retreat. If you want to know how good a rod is, a real easy test is to watch a guide as you're turning the line real slow. As that line's winding through the guide, and this was the first thing that I looked at. You saw me out yep. there, and you asked me what I was doing, and that's what I was doing. So... You know, you can really, really get a gauge on a rod if you come down here to your bigger eyes, you know, which is what we did to... Oh, I'm... Gary's Gary, going to need some new eyes. Eye? I'm sorry, Gary. I didn't mean to poke you in the eyeball. talking about eyes or guys. <laughs> but, but, I mean, the wrapping here, I mean, when I take my finger and I go like this, like, this is how, this is how I want to look at a custom rod. And I'm just... I know a lot of people like me. So I'm feeling this. 
I don't want to feel ridging. I don't want to feel any of that because then that means there's something loose here, okay? And I'm going to tell you. I think there's something loose with the person holding <laughs> there's it. There's always right? something loose with the person holding it, you know? <laughs> but the bottom line is this. When I take my hand and you can do this and you're not jumping your finger off, you know this is a solid seal. And that's why I was doing what I was doing out there. There's a lot to just say, and I build a good rod. I mean, there's probably 15 guys out here that say, I build a good rod. Not saying they don't build a good rod, but what makes your rod better? Why do I want it? And I can tell you, after sitting out there today, tonight, all of us sitting out there, we had several people out there looking at these things, didn't we, Matt? Yeah. I mean, they're bull crap. So, as I'm watching this guide is what I'm doing. As my reel's turning, I'm watching in these eyes to see if there's any jumping in that eye. You know, if you want to know if the eyes are good on your rod, if they're, 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 they're rounded, they're, they're where they're supposed to be, this is a good way for you to do it without having to put it on a machine or do anything like that. You simply just have a spinning rod and you're winding your reel. And as your reel's turning, you can watch that as it's spinning in the guide. And if that catches anywhere or just even jumps, it may not catch because it's brand new and it's smooth. But there could just be one little spot in there that yeah. you don't see that that line will actually jump off of as you're turning it. You know, do it fast and then slow it down and watch it as it's going slow around that eye right there, you know. And that was something that I noticed tonight, you know, as Gary was holding the light on there and I sat there several cast to watch the light in the dark because that's how you're going to be able to see it. You're not going to be able to see it so much out here, get in the dark and that mono, whatever you're using shows up real good in them eyes. And if you see that jump, then you really want to question what you got going on here with somebody's product, you know what I mean? And I got to tell you, we did a couple rods out there, and every single rod that I looked at was turning true. Nothing was jumping. As I run my hand up, not just one eye, I'm running my hand up the whole entire rod. Look, people, if I'm spending a couple hundred dollars on something, I need to know before I blow my money that it's going to work. So there's ways to check something out before you take somebody's word, and I'm sharing these things with you because... You can check some of the other products that you're buying by just like what I told you. Oh, you yeah. can check your rods at home. I've, uh... The other thing, too, before before I forget about it, Matt, is that you know, you've bought a custom rod. You've used it five times. You really want to know how good your, 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 your guides are? Go home with a Q-tip. Take all the line out of your rod. Take that Q-tip and go around inside of that. Turn all your lights out. Hold the light back here to the back somewhere so that you can see the fiber. So you're getting cotton on there, yeah. Yeah. Right? So if you've been out there and you've used this rod five times and you're collecting fiber, you better call somebody and get your money back. Especially well, if you just spent two hundred dollars on so something. So you're talking about that with, with mono line. If you do that with braid, you'll see it right It'll catch, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Braid, well, braid will fray. Well, yep. you guys know that I don't use braid. But yeah. the reason I'm the reason I'm saying all these things and going through all this is because as a consumer, as an angler, I see everything that I'm looking for here. Yeah. It, with a sight unseen, if I didn't know Matt, I was walking into a store. This was sitting downstairs at Wolford. I picked it up. I rolled it to look to make sure that it's running right. Now I know what to look at and look for as a snakehead angler when I'm going and looking for something quality. It's right here. You just found it. It's right here, and we're going to have it. You know, yep. we're going to have it. So You know, you build them. You know, you spline them. You take it, and you check where the spine's at so you know what side to build on. So when you set the hook, you know the spine's going to be straight up and down. Not tweaked and torquing, you know, your rod. I've, you know, the majority of the fishing rod companies that you buy a store, they don't, you know, they might spline them real fast, but they're not, they're not true exactly all the time, you know. And I've picked up, I've had somebody bring me um, 
a bait casting rod, had a had a guide broke off. Can you fix it? Yeah, I can wrap a new guide on there for you. Look down that guy, look down that pole, and the guides are like yeah. all they're nowhere near yeah. centered. So it's like, now where do I put this guide? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's almost easier just to take them all off and put them back. You know, redo and the and whole that rod. was another thing. Like if you hold that rod and you look down the line, you it's know, like straight. I tell people, you know, you, you hold a rod out in front and you look down like that and you turn that thing. If you see that thing a little wobbly, man, it ain't, it ain't right. Don't buy it. Put it back on the shelf, man. Right. You know, and and that's the good thing. I think the the best thing that you said here. And I hope everybody else heard it, because if you didn't hear it, I'm going to repeat it. Matt said he will stand behind the entire build. Yep. Whoa. Whoa. You know, there's not a lot of companies out there that that, that really do that. You know, I mean, I know Ugly Sticks got their guaranteed lifetime warranty, whatever, but Matt, you just heard what the man said. He'll stand behind it for the life of the rod. As long as you don't close it in the door, be yeah. I dumb. mean, and this, right. now, now, now you send a man back a, a rod that's all crimped up at the end and say you broke it on the fish and it's splintered everywhere. I know that's a bunch of yeah, bullshit. You, you smash it in the door. Six foot rod and a seven foot body on a, <laughs> right. a chuck that's young, young. You know, but and and, and, and that's why we want to work with body. Matt. Right. It's because we know Matt's integrity. We know right. where he is. You know, he's not going to be the guy like some of these guys. Oh, was, I don't care. It's not my problem. I don't know what you did with it after you bought it for me. I'm sorry, you spent two hundred dollars. I'm not giving you your money back. I'm not talking to you, dude. Who do you think you? Uh, it's gotta you be, know you gotta have customer relations yes and you know stand by your, your product and your work um well, another thing is most people are going to spend money for a rod are going to try to take care of it now right. a lot of people have asked why we're not running the, the snakeskin down the whole rod so matt i want you to kind of explain to the people that why we can't do that we could vinyl dip something like that and maybe do yeah. something like that but but we can't do this Real snake skin wrap thing nah. all the way down the rod. So explain to them why. Right. That you know, would just take, like, if you did that with this rod and you wrapped all the way up the rod, it would take all the sensitivity and all the flex out of it. You know, if you did a medium heavy and you wrapped the whole thing in there, you'd be up to like an extra, extra heavy rod by the time you got there. You'd have to start with an ultralight, right. mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, but you could definitely uh, hydro dip it, you know. So, so 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 here's the thing, folks. We may offer an option to have you the whole snakeskin rod, like some of you have asked but for. But, be real but, it, but it's it not going to hold. The whole like thing this. won't be real like that. You know what right, I mean? Right. So it is possible to do it. But if you really want the whole real concept, which is what we're infusing here to sell the product, that's how it's going to have to be done. I mean. You can change colors, but that's going to be an option. You know what I right. mean? And the rod's going to be exclusive here. Right here, yeah. Blackwater's Edge. You know yep. what I mean? So you're going to have to come here to get it. You're going to have to order it through here or order it through Matt, and we'll get you straight. You'll pick it up here. You know, we'll work all that out. But, uh, I mean, man, this is just awesome, man. And, and Mike's saying here, you know, the, those wing grips look killer. You know, Mike's sitting right here and saying, I got 120 dollars topwater lures that I use. You yep. know what I mean? Yep. So these guys, you know, they're not afraid to spend the money. And if we want you to spend the money, we need to show you why you want to spend right. the money. The you know what I mean? On where to spend it. That's the biggest thing out here as a consumer that baffles me at the success of companies. I need to know the why. I need to know why. Just because it's pretty, just because it's flashy, just because you said it works, that doesn't tell me anything. I know what I'm up against out here in Blackwater. Tell me why. So Take that rod and go put, what we, what we throw, a quarter inch, a quarter inch uh, ribbit frog on there? Yep. Yeah. yeah, how far were you casting it? I don't know. Well, oh, my God. I was worried about busting Take that same, same rod from, go to Walmart and buy the same rod and see how far it casts. Well, well you, you handed me a seven-foot rod with spin reel on it and the frog on it. Never casted a rod before. Right. First time I was about six inches to the right of the puddle, and the second time 
I hit the you puddle hit dead center at forty yards, and you just flicked your wrist. Yeah, just I mean, and, and I mean, I could I could have cast it at 65, 70 yards, and no problem. Well, I did. Yeah, you did. I, any farther would have been in Mason's house. <laughs> yeah, how, and, did you catch any squirrels on it this morning? <laughs> oh, so, no, so, but I did see one wake in that mud puddle. <laughs> I can tell you what. So, so I did notice this, and I'll get the video. Um, I did make a video of it. I'll share it later. But uh, Gary had made a cast. You know, in the beginning, you know, we're trying to figure out the weight and how to throw it, and. Uh, he went up hitting the tree, so him and Eddie had to go over and get out the tree. I had to climb I, that tree to get. To the but line. I did. But I did notice that uh, the tree broke before the rod did. If you happen to notice that's that, that's true. Yeah. So, yeah, that was the kind of. <laughs> so that's why I'm glad we were videoing the yeah, whole thing. Oh, we too, did boy. it. I can't wait to <laughs> yeah. put that up. You know. Yeah. So I mean, we know the strengths there. We know the durability is there. You know, we know people that have been using your stuff now for over a year. You know, yep. so. You know your products out there. The report that's been back is is top notch. You know what I mean. I don't, I, I don't know that I've heard anybody really say anything foul or anything negative about any of the products that you've I made. I haven't had anything come back yet, so that's yeah. Good. I mean, and, and, <laughs> it's usually a good sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, and and ha- and realistically, how many other rob builders out there can say that? Because right. I right now can tell you, I personally know four or five, and can't one of them say that. Right. Well, these you know? CRB blanks are pretty strong, and I got a friend of mine who builds rods in Smyrna, and. He's been building way longer than me. Right. Been building on these CRB blanks, and he said he's maybe had three come back broken, and wow. two of them were his own that he shot in the rod locker. Wow. You know, <laughs> the other one the guy took out offshore tile fishing, right. seven foot medium heavy freshwater rod. You know, <laughs> you're gonna break it. It's not what it's meant for. Well, you know, wait a minute. You know, you know where the true test really lies in all this? The Molly test. Right. Yeah. Good luck with that one. <laughs> I don't think anything can stand up to the Molly yeah. test. Uh, I learned a river. I'll, I'll just, just come out with the dog jaw. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll go ahead and touch on that. So, you know, I can't put rods in there with Molly. I, I love Molly. Don't get me wrong. Molly just likes to taste things. And I put Riley's rod in there to transport it from the farm to my place. And in transport, she not only ate his, but she ate You're going to have to put a rod, uh, roof rod right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe I should just. Start teaching her how to fish, and then maybe she won't mess shit up because she'll realize she needs it. You know what I'm saying? She's a dog, man. Yeah, retrieve the fish like like, like she's a goose or a duck dog. And, and <laughs> Mia likes dog. to fish. Have you ever seen her pick up a rod? Uh, hey, there's there's Dixon right there, the masturbator. What's up, buddy? Uh, uh, Chris, so, I'm yeah, working on your yeah, rod. I got that's your, what he said. Yours is next you got one job. building right now. So, uh, you know, that's the one I, mean? I was casting Saturday, man. No, no. That's the one Eddie's shutting the door. I got a six footer now. We miss you, man. We miss you a lot. I hope you're doing good. I can't wait till it's done. So. I, mean, I know you'll be in these tournaments. We know that. Oh, yeah. So. I do want to say, uh, how many times, you know, I want to try something this year, and if you guys can help me out, you know, anybody's got any rods, any old rods you don't use, got a broken eye, got a broken tip, try to give them to me somehow, because I'm thinking about what I'm going to do is fix them up. Donate them. And when, how often do you go down to Newbridge, and there's, you know, the guy and his son down there walking around, his little boy's not fishing because he ain't got a rod. Yep. Give him a rod, you know. And I, no, I can hook you up, right. buddy. Yeah. Yep, and I'll I tell you what. And honestly, rods. if you're going to do that, I don't know how many reels I got laying around in milk crates, and I'm talking. Ain't got to be nothing special. But no, get, I'm, get I'm talking boys. hundreds, uh, man. Get, get the kid a fish. I mean, yeah. like, I'm just saying, I got milk crates from when I was sponsored by Quantum, just loaded with spinning reels and bait casters and stuff like that. I'd use them for mind. two months and then hang them up, you know I what I mean? I'm carrying a few extra rods around with me to hold on to if I get out and see somebody needs a rod. Dude, I'll tell you what. You know what? Eddie, I'll tell you what. Let's get a 55-gallon drum. Let's put it downstairs outside. 
any broken rods anybody has in the community, bring them there and drop them in the 55-gallon barrel drum, yep. and we'll get them over to Matt. We should be able to get a couple hundred rods real quick. I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, Matt, you want to do that? We're going to reach out to some of these guys you work with doing the builds, get them to donate some eyes, get them to donate some stuff for free so it ain't costing you no money. Right. I'll tell you what. We'll put it this, I'm not worried about this, that. This, I, know, I understand that. I understand that, but this is the, this is a great idea yeah, and a great I, way I just, to say thank you and to give back. Yeah. And, dude, this is awesome. So I think we can really help you out here, and we will get on it right away yep. with a barrel. I'll get a barrel down here tomorrow. So everybody here in Church Creek, Madison, anywhere in Dorchester County, County this way at Cambridge. You've got some old rods you want to get rid of. Take Broken it up from rods, space. Rods, you know, bring works. them down here and we'll put them to use. If if we can't fix them, then we'll discard them. But I'm sure that there's a lot of stuff that we can probably rework. Yeah, I knew a guy back in the if day. It happens to be made out of bamboo, <laughs> and it says like a Orvis or something like that. I'll bring those in the store. And, yeah. and just set them aside for Gary. Now, okay. yeah, Gary now I'm going to say, I can give you a special drop for that down on Bucks Neck. Don't worry about Gary, okay? <laughs> um, I'll work it out with Gary later. <laughs> Matt, uh, Michael wants to know what blanks he can choose from. Hey, he can choose from anything, pretty much. I have a book, and it's got, you know, I got CRB, MHX, uh, Rain Shadow. I can, I can do pretty much anything you want. You okay. know? It just depends on where I got to get it from. And if you, if, you know, if you want a rod, contact me, and I can send you options you know how did it contact you oh, on facebook facebook's the best way or text message me you know my um i think i believe my phone number is on my on my facebook so you can text me message me i'm up late mostly every night if i don't uh, answer where you, do they find you on me. facebook and members outdoors so how do they find like a spelled a special way they have to put it in a special way uh, i know you got a dot in something yeah. somewhere so clarify M- that so they're not confusing with somebody else out there yeah it'd be m dot f e r s Outdoors. Outdoors. You want to give me your phone number just in case somebody's not using the sure. internet? Uh, phone number is 443-480-3084. Give me a call. Give me a text. And uh, if I don't answer, I don't know the number. Most of the time I won't answer them because there's a lot of telemarketers. But if I see something you that mean looks kind of local. You mean you don't like people calling to let you know your car warranty is expired? I haven't had a car warranty in 20 years. <laughs> 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 I like to mess with them guys and guess what vehicle it is. <laughs> One guy told me it was from my 2015 F-150 or Chevy, what was it, Chevy 2500. I was like, man, I... Have, I wish my truck was that new. <laughs> I, I, I like the guys that call me like, uh, yes, I'm calling on behalf of the IRS. Blah, blah, blah. Man, I'll play them some. Oh, yeah. out for 20. I, I didn't understand. Can you tell me again? I'm not sure what you're saying. Can you, I, I mean, I have $5,000 right now. I can send you, but I don't know how to get it to you. Mm-hmm. So can you help me out again? Well, I'm still confused here. I mean, I can get 10 if that helps. I mean, I'm not sure what... Oh, man, by the time we're done, I'll be, I, I got to go. The phone you, rings you, back you, 20 you've times. Got, you've got to get them the Google gift cards. That's how you get it to them. <laughs> the Google gift cards. So, uh, how much time do we have? We got time. We still got time, pretty much. You want to give a ride away? I'll tell you what. That, sure, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what. So... My wife's going to kill me, but it's all right. She'll okay. get over it. We, we didn't expect this, and, no, and not we didn't at all. ask for this. So, Matt, no, you I, didn't. Mean, I didn't see this coming at all. So, look, what do you want? Whoever can what, name my PB num- uh, poundage. So, whoever out there knows Matt Fletcher's personal best, you put it in the comments. Or you guess. Or right. you guess. Mm, yeah. Start you guessing. Write it down for Gary. Just, just, yeah. Yep, we're going to write it down here right now. And we'll come back and we'll look at this. Tomorrow, oh, yeah. We do that. Do you want to do that? Give give, yeah, give we'll twenty four hours. Twenty four hours. First one to get it correct um, gets it. So in the comments, yep. you 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 go ahead and, and take a guess at what Matt's personal best northern snakehead is. And if you get it right, then we're going to give you this rod. 
free. And then you can see how badass these things are. And, uh, you know, Matt, we just talked about how kind you are with what you just want to do with snakehead rods. So just to, to, to know that you're doing... Fixing rods, you know, and giving back. Yeah. That I think that's what attracted us so much to you is the fact that you want to give back. I've been talking to you about a gosh darn crab sign for eight months. So I don't know whatever happened to that. If you ever got rid of that. She but, gone. Okay, good. So <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, I, I know where your heart is. I know the kind yeah. of guy you are. I know what you do. And for you to do this today just speaks volumes of, of the, the, the kind human you are. You know yeah. what I mean? And fortunately, this is what we need now is people like you in the world. So, you know... You're going to have to guess Matt's personal best northern snakehead, and you can have this MFers rod right here. And let me tell you what. Skywalker, you got to do better than that, buddy. It's beautiful. <laughs> so, uh, so, so we, we got that that we're giving away tonight. Uh, we've got our MEPS Angler of the Week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so this right? week we so, have... Uh, I mean, you got that, Eddie. Yep, this Sorry. week we've got Tom Reed, and it's not, it's not an actual snakehead, but my God, this looks so cool. I couldn't pass up on it. It's, it's, a, it's a carved wooden snakehead. It was posted onto American Sporting Classics, but Tom Reed shared it into Snakehead Life, and I just thought it looked so good. That had to be. Our, I'm, our I'm pretty sure that that's Tom's cunning because I've been following a lot of this, and mm -hmm. I would really like, and I think I will. We're going to reach out to him and see if we can't get some of these in the store down here because we've right. had some people asking about carving. And but that um, just looks so good. Oh I figured you deserve the maps. Yeah, this week. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, you get a free maps. Come on down and pick out a maps off the wall. Yep. Um, Matt, before we get out of here today, before we go, you know. If there's one thing that nobody knows about you, like, is there is there, is there something that Matt's into that was just, like, do you collect model cars? Do you, you know, what 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 is one thing that we don't know about Matt that would really surprise everybody? I know that's a loaded question. Not too much. Yeah, I just love hunting, fishing, and, you know, when I'm not fishing in the summer, I'm riding my motorcycle. Let me ask you. So this, so so, so, so my my uh, my my guest question this week is, Matt. What what are your favorite kind of cookies to eat? What kind of cookies does Matt like to eat when he's hungry? I like all cookies, but I'm <laughs> on a diet, so I'm not allowed to have them right now. But I say Girl Scout cookies. There you go, baby. That's all. <laughs> What's your that was my loaded question. Which one? Thin mints, thin mints baby. Thin mints. Thin mints. Samoas. Samoas. Yeah, Samoas baby. the one, buddy. Yeah. I like the banana ones too, or the lemon, the lemon, the no, lemon. Y'all, hold on, hold on. Y'all, y'all still realize that I'm losing weight still, right? Here's the stickers right here, bro. Yeah, yeah. I'm still losing. I can't, I can't handle this stuff right now. I'm still going down. I'm under 220 now. Do you want me to give you maps? <laughs> <laughs> you can probably get a lot lighter. You swallow you this thing. Probably get a lot lighter quick. Yeah. <laughs> but another two weeks in the house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't need all that. Matt, before we leave today, is there anything that, that, that you want them to know about the rods that we haven't talked about? Is there anything that we didn't touch on? I mean, the guides, what kind of guides are you using? Well, if you want to custom, I mean, we have a lot of different, you know, options we can go through with the Fuji guides. Really like the new CRB, uh, LZR blank uh, guides. They're really, uh, really nice, pretty uh, smooth casting. They make them in casting and spinning. Um, they make them in black, chrome, and gunmetal. Which is pretty pretty nice looking gun. That's nice. Yep. Um, the microwave guides are pretty nice. I believe your your uh, store got your store rods are going to have mm -hmm. the microwave guides on them. Yep. They're they're really nice and uh, really smooth. They, they I mean, this is here. just so cool. You're going to be able to come in here. The rods will be in stock. 
Hopefully, you'll be able to get them out of here. For a little while, anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, you <laughs> know, be stuck long. We, we know this is going to go really fast, and the orders are going to fly in here, and we're just really excited about everything. This whole club thing is going to be so, much, be so fun. much fun. You know, yeah. man, I, I mean. I can't wait to get the parts in so I can get the building and get them, get them down and here I guess and get to fishing this year. Somebody can come in and pre-order one, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. If, if, yeah, if they wanted to pre-order, that's yep. uh, absolutely. But we're, we're going to have them in stock, too. I mean, we're taking possible. pre-orders right now. So yep. if, if you want to pre-order, you can pre-order now, get on the list, and, and we'll get you a turnaround time as fast as we can and get get the rods I to will, you. I already pre-ordered. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you did, probably by the dozen, too. No, 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 no. Um, so, yeah, man, I mean, this has been a really good show. I think that uh, we covered the good stuff we needed to cover today. I think the tournaments is really going to be a lot of fun. I think... Kaz Erica wants to know what your hat says. Um, what does my hat say? The Bait Boys. Oh, <laughs> oh wait a minute, Snakehead 101. Oh, yeah, we forgot, forgot Snakehead 101 this right. week. So, yeah. So, you know, you know, every week I said I was going to do this, you know, we'll have a little snakehead 101. We'll talk about a lure or something like that or maybe what to do with a lure. So I thought today what we would do is this. Um, as a bass fisherman, you know, I always wanted to know what to do with this. What do I do with my spinner bait after my skirts either dry rot, gone, not working anymore, pike ripped it off, something like that? You know what I do? I go to my sprung, my pro staff and just get more. <laughs> well, I understand, but for the guy who doesn't have the pro staff, oh, okay. this is what he's going to do. This is what I did for many years. I didn't have money, and I fished so much that a spinnerbait up at Peach Bottom in the wintertime will be gone with it's skirted and 10, 15 fish. You know what I mean? So I'm sitting there one day at Peach Bottom in the warm water in the middle of winter, and I got bunch of these laying in the box and I know the shad are in there really good that day and they're swimming around and the fish are feeding on the shad. So one of the easiest things that you can do with your your, your spinner baits, if you don't want to go and buy a new blade and you don't want to go do all those things, you know, you can simply just take any kind of tail that you've got. So uh, for tonight, I'll just use something real simple. There you, go. There you, go. you know, you can just take a uh, any kind of a tail, you know what I mean? And you want to adjust accordingly. And now you actually have a usable bait, okay? And then a usable snakehead bait at that. A I probably have, swim bait. I probably have right now, um, I, I probably have a couple hundred of just heads with blades, you know, mm -hmm. left over. And this is what I've been doing with them, you know. As, as snakehead season goes through, I dig a few more of these old things out. And I always have one. Out. I mean, this is beautiful. You know, that's a beautiful lure, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now now I've recycled something that was just laying around that I wasn't using for anything, and I've got a new bait. And then when I realized that this bait's working, nine times out of ten, I didn't go buy another spinner bait. I just bought some more of these plastic tails. You know what I'm saying? What do you do when your spinner's not spinning? Uh, just use some WD-40 to throw in the trash. When, that, when that's done, it's done. Now, now here's the thing. The reason I'm saying this is because... Of course, the gauge wire on these probably is not the best for snakehead fishing. But spinner baits work great for snakehead fishing. Mm -hmm. So if you've got these laying around, like me, as as growing through them, you know, I never, I just threw them in a bag. I mean, I got Ziploc bags of just the, the blades and the heads, you know. I mean, I mean, Ziploc bag after Ziploc bag. Nichols lures, old Stanley wedges. As a matter of fact, is this an old Stanley wedge? This is, not Strike King. But the old Stanley wedge baits, man, I'll tell you what, they were hot spinner baits. And that was the actual lure that I used yep. that day up at Peach Bottom on that day. And what I did is I put a four inch sassy shad on this, you know, and I know J.R. Witzel, my cousin, he's got some really nice shad bodies over there that you could do that with on here, you know. 
So, you know, this week for Snakehead 101, I mean, how can we recycle and use lures that are sitting around? So this week we'll talk about how to recycle a spinnerbait. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That's what we'll do. Next week we're going to talk about a new product that's coming out that nobody knows about yet, but we'll introduce that next year or next next year, next, ne year. next week. Next year is a long time. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, if you're at home and you've got old tackle laying around, it's just sitting in a box, it's not doing something. We're snakehead fishing, man. You know, you want to save some money, get that old shit out and use it up, man. Use it for something. You know, I mean, that's, yep. that's, I did it a lot in the beginning because I couldn't afford to buy you know, when I, when I was first starting the crab stand and doing all this, you know, Eddie, I was addicted to snakeheads. I can't tell you how many times I came into Eddie and asked for a front on some snakehead lures because I didn't have any cash in my pocket. I just ran out of bait out, of, out, out, out another direction and not wanting to go to town. Eddie, man, can I just grab like $30, $40 worth of shit? I'll give money back to you later tomorrow. Yeah, just get what you need and go, man. You know, so we're here to help that's the bottom line and if you've got old stuff laying around there's something you can do with it next week we'll talk about a new lure uh, if you have any questions about anything that we've talked about here on the podcast i mean invite your friends man you know what i mean this is a pretty big deal on this one so you know get them in here let them yep. hear what's going on you know let them let them tell them about the tournament say hey man black Warriors edge they got tournament trail coming back here's the details you want to know about it go over there you want to win a free rod you got 24 hours to put the right number in there and get it you know what i mean nobody's guessed it yet no, like I said, you got 24 hours, so we're going to give you 24 hours from whatever. What time is it now? Somebody give me a time. It is 8.37 p.m. We're up here late tonight. So 8.37 yep. till 8. So it's till tomorrow at 8.30, because I know we've been talking yep. seven minutes. Yep. You got till tomorrow at 8.30 to give the guest. You don't get it? I'll take it back. No, no, we won't take it back. No, we won't take it back. We'll do something next week yeah. different yeah. to give it away. That's right. Okay. You know, if they can't guess that we'll, PB, we'll, we'll close that up, and then next week you can ask We'll change them, the qualifications. Um, what size shoes do I wear? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll do something different than that. Right. Um, Erica, real quick, you can get the hats here at Wolford Store. We have them available here downstairs now. So, yeah, so I did what, we did want to mention that. So, yep. so me and Damien talked about that today, about putting the hats in the store. I said, yep. just go down and talk to Eddie. We'll get them in and we'll start selling them. So. We got them here now. Yep. So if you like the hat... You know, that's the hat right there. You can get I them here. We've got red. Four different styles. We've yeah. got red. We've got, um, what else? Red. we got okay, red. blue with the pattern on it. Red, got red, blue. blue. We got red. blue. We got uh, gray, I think. Gray. Yep. So there's four different colors down mm -hmm. here. Come on down. You want a dozen of them at a time? We'll cut you a little deal on them. Maybe work something out. Kaz, you got any more more? Nah, Matt, do you know how to sing? Are you a good singer? No, nah, not at all. God dang you. You're better off. Yeah. You in tonight? No. You in tonight? No. I'm ready. So look, folks, what's what's this Sunday? <coughs> Super Bowl Sunday. Ooh, Super Bowl Sunday. What does everybody like to eat on Super Bowl? Oysters. Everybody loves slurping oysters on. I, like I mean, well, I'm just saying. My, I mean, my that, gout doesn't like oysters. I know that, but I know I know, like I know a, lo a lot of guys I know they like having oysters. So, folks, look, we're going to have a run put together on Sunday morning. We're going to be coming up the road. Uh, we're going to make sure that you got some stuff for your parties. What time's the game start? Six thirty? Is that what they're saying? Something like that. I don't remember. I can't remember. It's in the evening. I know that. So, um, you know, we'll have some oysters up there. I'm going to have some soft crabs I'm bringing up there, some whales, some jumbos, and some primes. So we'll have them up there. Uh, we'll have some, maybe some pints up there. Uh, who knows? I mean, I'm just going to bring some stuff to eat. Crabs are just, uh, honestly. It's, it's February. I, I understand. But, you know, I was trying to get crabs this weekend, and really, like, a lot of what I'm seeing and the dead loss that's in it, what's coming in because of the cold snaps and the limited supply and the price is going up. I've just decided to stay away from that. I think that we can do fine with oysters and other stuff like that without trying to rip people off at $450 a bushel on crabs. I'm just not doing it. I didn't do it last year when it was going on. I'm not going to do it again this year. So um, we'll have some good stuff to eat this weekend and fill your belly and 
You want to get in on that? Just send me a personal message on my personal page or go over to big ass, bigazzcrabs.com or honestbushel.com and you can shoot me a message there and we'll get you what you need. Uh, other than that, um, sure nobody wants to sing with me. It's all you, bud. So um, for those of you that are not from here, you know, before I, before we close this show, I do want us just to take a moment of silence for our friend Benny. Yes, absolutely. Um, I want to, you know, I want Benny to know that we're thinking about him and his family, the Horseman family. And, um, you know, we're praying for you. We know this is not going to be easy from here out. And, you know, the good thing about this community is that we all stand together. So let's just take a couple seconds and, um, I don't know, maybe just uh, say a little prayer for Benny. My crabs, they have three first names. It's heavy, full, and fat. My crabs, they have a fourth name. Absolutely mustard-packed! So, if you ask me where they're from... Benny, we love you. They're 100% guaranteed Maryland number ones. At the crab stand, here's a fact I know for sure you're coming back. Kapow! Kapow! Hey, Benny! Kapow!